This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You are tuned in to the Grit and Barrett podcast, the first and only podcast devoted to covering the 11 time, no, 12 time Calder Cup champions, the Hershey Bears. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk. Now here's your host, Richard Blosser. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Monday, November 27th, 2020. Checks note. 2023 how is everyone doing post thanksgiving weekend post-mortem for everyone that's right everyone holiday week's over get back to work all of you back to work including yours truly my name is richard blosser the host of the grit and barrett podcast the first and only podcast devoted to the 11 time my bad 12 time Calder Cup champions, the Hershey Bears. We are part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you so much to them them for having us aboard. So, everyone, it is a big holiday week for the boys. Very big week. Because, to be put bluntly and simply here, don't mind me just fumbling with a few things here. The reason being is that we have a really big opponent coming to town. We have a new opponent, one we haven't seen before the likes of which we haven't something to which sorry everyone sorry about that the likes of which we have not really ever seen so my point is is that this is a weekend i have had circled on the calendar for quite some time this is one that i've been ready to go 
But first, we kind of got to deal with something else. We got to deal with another team. We got to deal with Wilkes-Barre. It was a Wednesday night. We go all the way back to Wednesday, November 22nd, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, the turkey shoot back, Thanksgiving Eve, all your friends are back, and Giant Center is ready to go on a Hollandaise weekend. And yours truly is ready to go as well as, yeah, still the employment thing's been going a little rough for me. It has. But the reason being is simply been that, well, all right. For those of you who have kind of been job hopping in the past, kind of know where I'm coming from a little bit with this, is that just to take you in behind the microphone a little bit, everyone, I was supposed to start a steel mill job, and I did. And I found out very quickly, within two days, that this job, it just isn't for me. The steel mill life, not for me. And there are people out there who've worked steel mills all your life, who slave for the man in front, who grind pipes, expand pipes and move them and shuffle them up in a big factory that's been around since 1955. If that's for you, bless you. And maybe if I was in my 20s and no real guidance in my life and no real anything, then maybe, maybe this could have worked. This could have worked out in some sort of capacity, but it just wasn't there. Not for me. And it was again on this this employment roller coaster. And I'm sorry, I'm fiddling with the mic with the mic here, but I'm doing this to try and prove a point. I'm doing this to try and work with some things here. But my point being is this: is that now I have a place. Now I know where I am going to go, a place where I have to stay at because this job hopping has to stop. So I'm finally back at a place where I was, and. I'm going to stay there for a while because I have to because I got big plans down the lines. But enough about me. I got the job back and I'm ready to go to Giant Center on a Thanksgiving Eve. Grab the wifey, get on over to Giant Center. And it's a great tradition that night because it is Thanksgiving. It's a turkey shoot that night. We're all ready to go. And it's Hershey versus Wilkes-Barre again. It's a day that starts in W. So it's Wilkes-Barre Wednesday. Credit to Corey Schwartz, who came up with that one. And it's funny because it's true because I think like five of our six games this season have already been on Wednesdays. We already had most of our road games up at Wilkes-Barre on a Wednesday. So, yeah. So, yeah. So we go at it once again on a Wednesday night. It's Hunter Shepard versus Joel Bloomquist. Yeah. And Wilkes-Barre's going through some call-ups as well because Pittsburgh's starting to call some guys up because some guys are getting injured up there. And we're at it. They're in the first. I'm not up on press row. I'm actually taking a break out from press row to try and be among my friends and among some of the Bears faithful once again to try and prove, well, Try and prove or just show, hey, I really am just like everyone else who just does this podcast and go to work like everybody else. But in the first period, Bears are getting the puck around the zone a little bit. Fighting around, back out to the point. Dylan McElrath throws one on net, and he scores! Dylan McElrath! What? 
rabbit the Okay, okay. That, 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 that can't be Dylan's goal. That can't be Dylan's goal. Somebody had to tip in deflect checks. Replay No. Uh no. There is no deflection. It bounced off of Wilkesbury, maybe hit a defender and went in, but Dylan Mickelrath, daddy, big daddy getting a goal. His first, Riley Sutter with his third, and Matt Strom with this third. The, the line's going to work, and it's one nothing Hershey, two minutes and change in on Wilkesbury, and wow, all right. Right, but of course Wilkesbury is going to press back because that's what they do. It's not like these two teams have played each other seven times already. <coughs> it's not like that hasn't happened. Happened, but later on, there on the first is Rem as Jonathan Gruden leaves a cross feed for Pitlick and he scores. Rem Pitlick, assisted by John Gruden because of course, on a really nice cross. Really nice crossing feed. Just just got just 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 got through. It was a really nice shot. He just picked the lower corner and just went and put it right past Shepard. The nice shot. Crud. Rem Pitlick is fourth. Gruden is fourth. And we are tied at one midway through the first. And it's pretty much what you expect between Hershey and Wilkesbury so far. Again, these two teams have Really played each other a lot this season. And after the first, the shots are 10-10, dead even. And it kind of feels like, again, both these teams know each other really well. And almost like, kind of like these two teams just want to get this game done because they don't, they, they, they both know they got busy holiday weekends ahead of them. Heck, Wilkesbury, after this game, they are going to eat, but they got to go to they got to go to Charlotte this weekend. Yeah, they got to head on out, so they're itching to get to get this game done. And Hershey, well, they have a different kind of opponent coming in coming into town. But into the second we go, go and the Bears trying to pick up the pace a little bit more. Sorry, let me put this down here. Bears trying to pick up the pace a little bit, a little bit more here in midway in the second, and this. This fourth line of Riley, Ivan Miroshenko, and Matt Strom, that these guys really are putting in hard work. Like, these guys are really, they're playing the body. They are forechecking, smacking guys to the boards, breaking up, breaking up passes, and just creating havoc so that way the first line can come over and get on the ice and generate chances or... They'll just generate chances themselves. And I'm really liking the work out of this, this line. Playing really, really good. And you throw that out there with, with Ectel and Dylan Strom, and you have a big line that's ready to go out there and mess, mess people up. But these guys are doing really good work as well as generating chances. Chances as well. And Hardy throws a puck down low as Miro fights guys off. Miro gets down low. Blindly throws in front. There's Riley Sutter and he scores! What a pass by Miro! And Riley Sutter just picks the corner on Joel Blumquist. Who just goes... Wait, where's the... Oh, crap. 
a blind between the legs pass from below the goal line from Miro finds Riley and it's 2-1 Hershey. Great job. Riley Sutter his second. Ivan Miroshenko is fifth. And Hardy Aman Aktel, Aktel gets his first. Great job out of the boys. And it's 2-1 Hershey. It's 2-1. All right. All right. We're uh we're doing pretty good so far. It's 2-1. Let's make sure we try to t- tack another one on. Into the third we go. And Ty Smith goes off for slashing. And all right. Perhaps this Bears power play can finally get something going. No. Because Wilkes-Barre knows this team really, really well. And this power play, it's in the 13%. In case any of you are wondering, that's not good. Not great there, Bob. Not great. And the Bears just are really playing a defensive game against Wilkes-Barre. Really shutting them down. And clock keeps winding down. Tick, tick, tick. Ty Smith goes off again for tripping. Late in the game, Bears power play can convert. And Wilkes-Barre Barry pulls a goalie. Two, minute, two minutes to go. Bears are playing like they've got some waiting for them. And they do. Tick, 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 tock, tock. Throws down toward the empty net and misses. 30 seconds to go. Clock winding down. Game wrapping up. Wrapping up. Puck thrown into a corner. Five seconds. Four. Tighten them in, lads. Three, two, one. That's the end of the game. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Wilkes-Barre. Bears win it. Two to one the final. My goodness, what a performance out of the boys indeed. Uh, let's see here. See, does this the three stars of the game. Matt Strom gets the third. Didn't really, well, played really good with that third line. Uh, Dylan Mickelrath gets second star. And Riley Sutter gets first star of the game. And that does it as the Bears take it 2-1 on Thanksgiving Eve. And it was the tradition there in Chocolate Town as we had the turkey shoot. If you know, you know. Now, I, I, I suppose I gotta explain this for others who don't know what this is. For all of you at the NHL level who just 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 don't know. And if you don't know, that's okay. That's why I'm here. So the turkey shoot is basically where the bear set up a bunch of little boards with a hole in the middle. You know, like one of those shoot your puck here for free season tickets. One of those things. Except on a smaller scale. And you are given one shot. You're given a stick. It has a really big curb on it. And you're given one shot with the puck. And all you have to do is hit these boards. All you have to do is hit the boards. Now, if it goes through the hole, giggity, then you'll actually get a full-blown turkey. Now, if you just hit the boards, you'll get a nice consolation prize. Now, just so you know, I've been doing this probably for a good amount of years now, and I've only ever hit the boards like twice. I've never gotten it in the hole. I'm not going to joke about that. And and this year, I did hit the board. Not the one that was in front of me, but the neighbors next door. But but the, the other person's board. But the guy was like, yeah, you hit the board. Here's a certificate. All right. Thanks. 
Thanks. Always nice to get one of those. And as I walked off, got some can, got some candy and a soda because that's what you need before a long holiday weekend. And that was pretty much it. As the Bears beat Wilkes-Barre at home yet again to take another game in this uh, season series. And I like what the Bears are doing. It's four in a row for the boys as they are playing a really good solid 60-minute game against Wilkes-Barre. And just the defense is going well. Our quickest wins to this point ever since like 1958. It just shows how much of a roll that the Bears are on. And we get through the holidays. There was nothing on Thursday. Friday, there was a practice. And then on Saturday, finally, we get to see this. The Bears versus the Iowa Wild. Giddy up! I've been waiting for this since July. And it is a holiday weekend. It's People are going to come in for this. It's good weather this weekend. It's Thanksgiving weekend. It's a new opponent, and I am so here for this. I am ready to see the Iowa Wild. And even though not all of my crew was up there, which that was fine, the Iowa... This, uh, I'm getting out of myself. I got there at Giant Center on Saturday night, and as we have our usual graphics up there, and it's, it is it is weird to see Minnesota green up on the board. It is a little weird to see that because you're so used to, to black and orange and black and gold, which is what we've seen nothing of for the past month. You see Bridgeport blue and orange up there, you know? If we're lucky, we get a, a red and black of Belleville. And we'll be seeing more colors as we go, especially over the next couple weeks. Or should I say the next month? But to see a new opponent up there. And I started asking around to some people, like, is this the first time we've played a Minnesota Wild affiliate team? Is this really the first time? Because I think it is. I I, I think it is. Because the Houston Arrows never came out here. I don't think so. Um, the Iowa Chops did, but that's when they were the affiliate of the Anaheim Ducks. That's a, that was late 2000s. Um, Iowa was the, you know, it was Houston, the Houston Arrows for so long. And then they moved up to Des Moines and became the Iowa Wild. And just, it never came over here. It never happened. Oh, sure, there were whispers and stuff. But you never thought it would happen. But here they are. The Minnesota affiliate and the Washington affiliate playing each other. It's an odd mix. It's a strange brew, but I'm here with my cup saying, fill her up. I'm, I want some of this. And I got to say, the energy at Giant Center for these two games was really weird. Because Wednesday night was Thanksgiving night. And let's just face it, Thanksgiving night, is kind of a party night, sort of a little bit. You know, a lot of blue-collar people are off the next two days, so everybody just gets together and drinks. Because why not? Because, you know, why the hell not? And the night felt like a real Hershey Park Pass type vibe. Like, people are not there for the hockey. They're just there to hang out and drink. Which is fine, but we have hockey too. So, 
But this Iowa Wild game, it was weird. Because at least when Coachella Valley came in, it had that finals and playoff feel to them that, that made this feel special. That Coachella Valley, a team from California, was coming all the way over here. But this, it had no spice. It had no special feeling to it. It just felt like a Saturday game in November. And I'm like, oh, well, they'll... And me, I was like, oh, is there going to be an Iowa Wild fan base that travels with them? Maybe I'll see a fan base that goes up. <laughs> no! No. There was none. It was surprising. And I wasn't up on press row for any of these. Even though I would have liked to have seen some of the Iowa Wild people. I just wanted to give myself some time off from being up on press row. And um, let me just say, absence does make the heart grow fonder. Let me put it that way. But we're at it there on a Saturday. And um, I was out there. The Bears are wearing their white jerseys. I was out there in those green jerseys. Mm-mm-mm. Although, if methinks if this was in in the second half of the season, would we have seen their, their tan Iowa jerseys in diagonal mark? I don't know. Answers on a postcard, please. So... We go at it. They're in the first period. Pucks down. Underway. No television game. Thank goodness. And and what Minnesota Wild. Iowa Wild just comes out flying. Oh my goodness. This is fast giddy up and go hockey. They're staple gunning Bears to the boards. Bears try to get to a puck. There's an Iowa Wild just shoving them out of the way. Just pushing them out of the way. And oh my gosh, the Bears are getting outplayed. What's going on here? We're just flinging pucks everywhere. What's going on? Minnesota's fast. And they're shoving us around a little bit. Crud. What's just the heck is going on? I mean, I mean, guys, you have a hockey game to play. Come on. Let's get this going. It was a little slow there in the first. And the Bears are just getting outpaced. At one time, it was 7-2 to two in terms of shots. And that was, that was Iowa. Iowa leading us in shots. You know, it kind of reminded me of a playoff series. Like, you're seeing a new opponent for the first time. And it takes a period or two to uh, really to uh, get, get used to each other. But, um, wow. Iowa, wow, they must be really good. They must be a really, really good team. I mean, let me just uh, check something here. I'm sure they're they're really good. Um, oh, they're six, seven, and one. Okay, um, but they have a really good goalie. Wildsbach is their goalie, and he's a big boy. How much is he? Six four two thirty. Mm mm mm. And that's without skates. And we notice with this goalie is that he is so big. When someone shoots, they don't move. He does not move. Like, he just stands there like, I am big enough. I am Groot. And just stands here. And you're just like, "Um, are you going to move? I am Groot. Yes, we get that. Are you going to move or make a save? I am Groot. We know. (sighs) But... 
at the end of the first, it is 0-0 as the Bears were able to get a couple of shots in at the end of the at the end of the period. And just ugh. Even coach was like, well, the bullies seem like they have a little turkey in them at, at the end of the first period. You think? Just getting beaten to pucks and just getting beaten by sub-500 team that we've never ever seen before. But we go at it in the second and the Bears start getting their legs a little bit more. They're pushing back a bit more. The checks are flying. The boards are rattling. A lot of the old-timers are going, yeah, hit something, yeah. Okay, things are picking picking up here. And one player comes across the blue line to get a puck and bam! Dylan Mickelrath just ran him the over. Oof, Maron. Wow. Um, no penalty? No penalty? Prison rules? Fine. Who's who's the ref for this game? Just out of curiosity, who's the ref for this game? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, oh, Schlittenhart. That explains a lot of things. But later on there in the second, the Bears are getting... Are the, the third line's trying to go to work, trying to really... Get things going here. Joe Snively gets it out to Chase Presky to Alex Lamos, who looks, shoots, he scores! Alex Lamos with the screen jump. Wait, how the heck just Joe Snively, who's about 5'8 on skates, screen freaking Groot there in goal? He didn't even move. He didn't even freaking move. Wow. Alex Lamos, a low shot. That just kisses the post and gets into the net. Him and his beautiful hair. Alex gets his fourth. Chase Presky gets his seventh. Joe Snively gets his tenth. And it's one nothing, Hershey. All right. Against the Iowa Wild. This is going to be great. This is going to be a fun time here, here tonight. Clock winding down in the first and in the second. And all we got to do is just get out of this. Just get out of this. That's all we got to do. We're, we're going to be fine. We did all that hard work just to get a goal. And Iowa scores with 10 seconds left in the period. What are we doing? What are we do- Guys, that's a sin. The most accursed goals. Do I have to quote Uncle Doc? The most accursed goals in a hockey game come within the first and last minute of the period. Freaking just, it was Calvin Gain. Who the hell is Calvin Gain? Who comes in on a, who comes in with Jake Lucchini for a Providence Bruin, gets a shot, rebound goes to him, and for some odd reason, Logan Day just skates off to cover someone else while Han just goes, am I supposed to shoot this? Yes, I will, and puts it past Hunter. (sighs) 1-1, 1-1, after two. Han is first, Lucini is sixth, Vinny Letary, that's what happened to Vinny Letary. Four of Providence Bruin, and it's 1-1. And into the third we go. Still no penalties, still hard hitting, still fighting. And the entire Giant Center, like, I'm nervous and tense watching this, but the fans don't feel nervous and tense watching this. Like, I'm like, does it, 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 it's a 1-1 hockey game against a Western Conference opponent. Am I the only one that cares here? Am I the only, what, really? Is it only me? 
But late into the third we go, the third line, the third and fourth line of of just Dubay, Miro, and Rowe just putting in a ton of work there as Dubay is able to steal a puck there on the forecheck, work it around the neck, net, just battling on the boards, fights it off, gets it back to the point to Logan, to Presky, Presky over to Logan, throws one to Skipper on the ice, deflect, deflect it, and they score! Dubay gets a deflection after he started the forecheck. Patrick Dubay, somebody get that man a 20-piece McNugget because he fucking deserves it. Patrick Dubay, his seventh. Logan, his sixth. Chase Presky, his eighth. And it's 2-1 Hershey with three minutes of change to go. Wow. This feeling's pretty cool. It's fun when it happens to us, and not when we give up goals late to Wilkes-Barre. This is fun! <laughs> Three and a half minutes to go in the period. And the Bears got to kill this off, and we got to find... We, Groot is weakened, and... Ugh, sorry. Head getting above mouth. Sorry. So the Bears... So the Bears know they just got to tighten it down, down here. Got tying it down. Two and a half minutes to go. And the Wild just skate up. And Wildsback's looking, looking, looking. And off he goes. Here we go. Two and a half minutes ready to go. And the Bears do well of getting the puck back out. And Wild come back in. Get out to the point. Rister on the way. Deflected. Latarian front screening. Knocks over to Fogarty and whips it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. That's three former Providence Bruins out there. Fogarty? Lucini? Letary? Oh, we need a guy out there called Linguini, and we have a freaking mafia line out there. We'll put a guy at the point called Fettuccini. Oh, we need some guy called Farfelli down there in goal. Sounds like Boston Italian mafia names. Names. But 10 seconds left, and the Bears are able to get it, get the puck and throw it down the ice, and it, and it hits an Iowa Wild player. Player just hits him and the puck dies at the blue line. No icing. Six seconds. That's time wasting. Got to collect it. Guy's got to get out of the zone. Two. One. Can't get it back in. And that's the end of the game. Bears win it. Two won the final over the Iowa Wild. Huzzah. What a night. Three stars. Third for Galvin Hahn for Iowa. Alex Lamose gets second, and Pietrick Dubay gets first. I don't know why you wouldn't throw Hunter in the mix there. He played a pretty darn good game. But Bears win another. And if you want to call winning ugly, that's exactly what this game was. You won this game. Get on the bus, because you stole this. You absolutely stole this game. And again, it's not like I was any world beaters or anything they're not but it's a team you really haven't seen but in a game where you came out flat for 20 minutes you played good the other 40 and every once in a while you just get a fortunate bounce and you wonder how the hell did you win this game and the bears were able to do that so they beat the not minnesota wild the iowa wild 2-1 to take the first game of the two game set Against the boys in blue and uh, blue <sighs> of green, white, and a little bit of red in there somewhere, but not done yet.
Not done yet with Iowa. We got one more against them, and we'll get to that right after this. Hey, Bears fans, with all the action going on these holiday weeks, we are wrapping up the busiest sports time of the year as we are past Thanksgiving and we are heading toward college football championship weekend. Lots of hockey being played as we head toward the Christmas season. Make sure you get in on it with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting betting partner of the National Hockey League as well as as other sports leagues as well. Make sure you don't forget to sign up for them using code THPN where you can get really great deals on some sweet NHL action action every day. Wherever the puck's being dropped, you can bet on it with DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you download the app now. New customers can get $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NHL, the crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.net. Org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 180, 168 hours after insurance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. NHL and NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League, copyright NHL 2023, all rights reserved. All right, Bears fans, it is time to hit the stores and hit the internet as Cyber Monday is upon us and we are heading into the peak of holiday shopping season. And you are going to need to find a good gift for whoever in your life. And We all have phones these days. We all have podcasts. We all have music. We all have TikTok. We have whatever where you find music and entertainment. And you need to find a way to get that into your earlobes without bothering everyone else. And that is where Raycon comes into play. Play. It might be a little early to be thinking about the holidays. Wait, no, it's not. We're getting into late late November, everyone. You need to what you need. To get what you need to get, you know what you need to get, and it's time to get on it, and Raycon can help you with you with it. You've heard me talk about Raycon products all month, month long, and you know I use them whenever I'm out and about getting some cardio in, or maybe when I'm trying to get a quick weight workout, hitting the weights after work. It's always good to know that I can rely on Raycon to help me get the most get the most music when I need to do what I have to do. Raycon was first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like the Everyday Earbuds, known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life, good stuff out of there, and a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. If you're one of those people who like to go out there and get their cardio in, you know any type of earbud or earpiece comfort is so important when you are he- heading out are heading out there to take on cardio no matter no matter what the weather 
and their faucet filters or alter filters the water. They do have other products as well, including a great char charging cable. The Magic 180 cable allows you to charge your iOS micro USB Type B devices eight times fa faster with 100 watt battery because there are sometimes you need your device charges. I use a lot of gaming on my phone. I tweet a lot during games, so I need to have my phone and battery charged up, ready to go. And this, my friends, is the way to go to make sure your products are charged up and ready to go. To get in, everyone in on the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN. Score up to 50% off Raycon products. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN. And now, on with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Thank you so much to our uh, sponsors, DraftKings and Raycon, for sponsoring this show. So it's time to get back at it on a Sunday afternoon at uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. Man, a long night, but gotta get back at it. I mean, all right, what time do I get? Gotta get the wife a giant set. Noon. What do you mean I gotta get? Ugh, gosh. Mm. Well, that's a good thing I got the energy drinks in me. Good thing to get the coffee going because. Boy, was it one of those days. It was one of those slow-moving crowds into Giant Center on a Sunday afternoon. And we go back at it once again against the Iowa Wild. And switching up the goaltenders this time as the Bears bring out Clay Stevenson. And he's taking on... Oh! Zane McIntyre! It is a Providence reunion after all. Boy, I haven't seen him since... Wait a minute. I haven't seen him since 2017. He needs to get out more. So Zane McIntyre, the former Bane of the Bears, former Provi Boston Bruins prospect, former whatever, has not really had the best time there in Iowa. He's 0-6-1 on the season. Is that good? No. No, it isn't. It is not. And Iowa, the way they came out in the first, it's like they knew that... that all right, we got a long trip home ahead of us. And they know they got to get to HIA after this or maybe take the long drive to Philadelphia to fly out there to get back to Des Moines, Iowa. But um, but before we were that, before we get into that, myself and a couple of friends as we were walking around Giant Center, we, we were asking, you know, are the Bears going to end up playing more Central Division opponents? Because we like this. I know I do. I love seeing the Iowa Wild in. And there's some teams in the Central Division that we could choose from. That like, oh, I don't know, the Rockford Ice Hogs, um, the Milwaukee Admirals, the Grand Rapids Griffins. Helmer's got connection with, with a few of those teams because he's played for them as well. Well, I mean, remember a couple years ago, we do that um, Grand Rapids, Milwaukee, and Rockford swing. We did that. Or maybe Bears versus the Chicago Wolves. The one team that's actually closer. Might have a decent amount. Of, I think closer. I think they have like six or seven Calder Cups. The only one that's closer to us. 
but also the Texas Stars. We haven't seen them since 2010. Can we strike a deal with them? You know Bears fans will travel to Texas. Texas in February? Yep, yes, I would do that. But also an old opponent, the Manitoba Moose. Bring Blue Moose in. Another Canadian opponent? Yeah, I'd do that. And maybe that's what this game does. Maybe it is enough a draw to get those fans in. And maybe, who knows, maybe we could get the Colorado Eagles in someday. I wouldn't mind flying back to Denver Airport. Just saying, I've been there before, I can do it again. But the Bears just come out flying in the first. Just absolutely take it to Iowa. Now they're the ones picking off passes and playing the board and shoving guys into them. And Iowa's just like, hey, I got the puck. He ain't got it. And just bumping these guys around. It's six nothing shots for the Bears. As we get midway through the first and penalty on Iowa as as Stefan Fogarty goes off for slashing. And yeah, it's a slash. It really is. And the and the Bears go out to work on the power play. Great. There's some good good news. But we do the fate win the faceoff and get working around the perimeter, working it around over to Ethan Frank. Wines fires block down. Back to Presky, over to Scarbosa, Scarbosa, Presky. Ethan Frank winds, fires, misses everything, but recollected by Scarbosa. Scarbosa gets it over to Presky, over to Ethan Frank, fires, pink scores! Ethan Frank, a power play goal! Finally, finally, yes, world, go on! Ethan Frank, our precious baby boy, gets it in. Ethan Frank is eighth. Chase is ninth. Mike Scarbosa is 15th assist of the season to stay in the top five in the league in assists. You know, you talk about turnovers a lot with him. Yeah, I know. I know, but you take the good with the bad. (laughs) Uh, And the Bears get a power play goal for the first time in God knows when. And it's 1-0 Hershey. All right, let's keep this going. Another penalty. Penalty by Iowa. And as the face-off happens, and the guys, I hear the guys behind me going, all right, let's get another one. Scarbosa wins a face, face-off. Eth, over to Ethan. Ethan, shot. Scarbosa's second. Third by Lamoser just taps it in. Two. Two power play goals. Alex Lamose is second on the weekend. Him and his beautiful hair. Alex is fifth. Mike is 16th. Ethan Frank is seventh. 2 nothing Hershey. End of the first period. Shots are 10-3. Bears. Bears taking on, just dominating Iowa for 20 minutes. Just taking it to them. Go on, lads. This is what we need. Iowa sucks. We're going to get this just fine. It'll be an easy Sunday afternoon. Just easy as we head into the second. Second. Who knows? Maybe we put a few more on Zane and he gets yoinked. Dude doesn't have the best track record. Track record this year. But um, but Iowa, they get a power play midway through through the second. And they get theirs going to Dakota Mormese. Dakota Mormese. Wait. Former 
Arizona Coyote? Dakota Mormies? Am I correct? I used to have his jersey in my collection. Uh, former former Springfield Thunderbird? No, Sp- for- Springfield Falcon? Tucson Roadrunner? With the Binghamton Devils? It, he'll get you 20 points on the season. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Captain Dakota Mormies. Mormies. But works it over to Nick Petten. Petten throws one on net. Uh, one on net and Nick Lucini backhand scores. No. Post. And Iowa just smacks it in. It's in. It's in. It counts. First one did go in. Jake Lucini gets his seventh. Nick Petten gets his 13th. Dakota Mormese gets his first. And it's two. And it's 2-1. But... <coughs> And it's 2-1. All right, but... Okay, fine. Let's try to get this back. Get this back as Hardy Ackman goes off for cross-checking. Checking. And Riley Sutter is able to knock the puck out of the zone. Gets in. Gets in. In the zone. Comes in short-handed. Works around a little bit. Shoots. Rebound. It's in. It's in. Riley scored. It's in. And Zane's... McIntyre's off to the goalie right away. Off to the ref right away. He's yelling. He's yelling. The lights are on. And the refs all gather. And no goal. But we're going to the videotape. Why? Because they think that the puck was kicked in? They're thinking it was kicked in? So call on the ice is no goal. And the fans are rumbling. Oh boy. And it's taking a while. It's taking a while because we're thinking it was a pinball that maybe the puck bounced off a few people. We might have kicked it, but it bounced off of their guy and in. And refs come out and no goal. The puck was kicked in. So let's go to the videotape. Let's look at it. And the puck, Riley shot, puck gets Gets batted around, and he turns his skate, and yeah, he kicked it in. Yeah, he kicked it in. Crud. But oh boy, the cage is rattled now, and we got the ref, you suck, ref, you suck chance going. I'm in Wilkesbury apparently. And every time the refs make a good call, we hear a Bronx cheer out of fans. Oh, well, excuse you. I'm sorry. Are you winning? What? I'm sorry. I'm so- Yeah, it sucks. Riley got his goal taken off the board. It sucks. But this is Wilkes-Barre shit. All right? I'm going to say this, Bears fans, for all of you that do listen to this. And not all of you were a part of this, but... Let me just say this right now, and I'll back up a little bit so I don't yell too much into the microphone. Get over yourselves! Alright? Get over yourselves! Yeah, we're we're the champs. Yeah, I get it. I, I, I know. I have the t-shirts to prove it. But get over yourselves. What what you did was stupid. Oh, the Reds don't like us. You're winning! You're up 2-1! You're on a five-game winning streak. You're the best record in the fucking league. And you want to complain? 
because Batman took a goal away. Riley kicked it in. It's there. Clear as crystal. Right there. Ugh. Well, they're not real Bears fans. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. I don't know. I call it like I see them, and that's what I see today. Get over yourselves, people. We get late into the third period. Period. They pull Zane McIntyre for a six on five, and Vinny goes off for high sticking to make it a six on four crud. All right, well, we got this with Team Autograph Night. <laughs> like, this needs to be delayed. Delayed. And two minutes and change to go. Two-minute power play coming up. Six, six on four, but the boys... Doing good. Blocking shots. Getting in the way. Vinny Letary. Shots with the circles. Blocked. Knocked down. Sh Back out to the point. Shot. Knocked down. Scramble in front. Sticks. Gloves trying to knock it away. Lucini with another one. Hardy Ekman in the pile from his stomach. Smacks the puck out of the zone. Go on, son. Get to the bench because you deserved it. Clock keeps ticking down. Holding firm. Puck gets out of the zone with eight seconds to go. Three, two, one, sweep, and the Bears win it once again. Two won the final over the Iowa Wild, sweep the Wild, and sweep yet another weekend series. Huzzah, I need a drink. Mmm. Mmm. Your three stars. For the game are Garrett Ro Garrett Rowe gets a third stud wait for what? He didn't have a goal, he didn't have an assist. Yeah, his line played great, but why did what I shouldn't question it. Alex Lamos with the game winner gets second, and Clay Stevenson, 26 for 27, gets number one star. It should have been Frank, Alex, and Clay. <sighs> God bless um, Bear Social Media who went, walls are made out of clay or bricks are made out of clay showing Clay Stevenson making a few saves. <laughs> Go to your room! For stuff like that. But the Bears get another sweep. <laughs> we do. And let's take a look at the standings. At time of this podcast, keep in mind this is on Sunday night. So the Bears lead the Atlantic Division at 15-4 and four with 30 points. Second place is the Hartford Wolfpack, whom we have not seen as of yet, with 12-4-2 with 26 points. And third is the Phantoms at 9-6-3 with 21 points. Fourth place is Springfield with 10-8-1 and 21 points. 21 points. Lehigh has just a bit of a of a um, um, percentage above them. Wilkes-Barre is in third at 9-7-2 with 20 points. Charlotte is in sixth at 10-7 with 20 points. Providence at 8-8-1 with 19 points. And Bridgeport 6-11-1 with 13 points. A quick look there in the north. As the Monsters have 25 points. Syracuse Crunch of 22, Rochester has 22, Toronto has 20, Utica has 15, Laval with 14, and Belleville also with 14. 
the Bears are currently have the best record in all the lands, leading the Calgary Wranglers for best in the league so far and one of the best starts we've had in quite some time. So what is on deck for the boys? What do we have coming up down the pipeline for the lads? Well, it's time to head away from Giant Center for a while as we head back to Wilkes-Barre because it's Wednesday. It's a day that starts in W, so that means we go up to Wilkes-Barre <laughs> to take on Wilkes-Barre once again up there at Mohegan Sun Arena for a 7.05 start. After that, we go down south. It's time to head south of the Manson-Nixon line to go to Charlotte as we take on the Charlotte Checkers. 7 o'clock and 6 o'clock start on Friday and Saturday. After that, the following Friday, we go to Syracuse to take on the Syracuse Crunch. First visit up there to the War Memorial. And then the Bears are finally back home to take on the Cleveland Monsters and the Charlotte Checkers. So, busy time for the Bears. And actually a pretty darn good November for, for the boys as well. Uh, so far, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 2 in the month of November for the boys. Great stuff all around. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week, everyone. Thank you so much for your times, listens, and downloads. I'm going to get better on promoting the podcast this week. It was not the best week for me last week, but um, we're going to get right back on it. I'm trying to look at getting a second podcast this week, the NHL quarter poll, possibly get my friend Neil Valampino in on it as well. We'll see what happens. But thank you so much, and to all of you Bears fans for supporting this podcast. It means a lot to me. For all of you who come up and thank me at Giant Center for doing this, it's what keeps me going, and thank you so much. So, above all else, go Bears, and I'll see all of you at Giant Center whenever we go back there. Go Bears. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears.